All right, kiddos, welcome back to the Footy Talks podcast. And today we'll be talking about footy, and today's footy subject is the Premier League team of the season. So, for yes, ladies and gentlemen, so the Premier League has been shafting me pretty much as a Liverpool fan for the last while. But, anyways, I digress because I have a podcast to bring you, and I'm not going to let you. You know, I'm not gonna let the Premier League bring me down in this new year, this new 364 days, five, three days we have left now. You know, I'm not gonna let it bring us down. I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be happy. So, let's be happy. And let's talk about the Premier League team of the season so far, in my opinion. Uh, it is a 4 3 4. It's a four, it's a four, it's a three, four, three. I've already fucked up the formation. And the three defenders are, uh, so the goalkeeper, that's the most important thing in my opinion, uh, is Allison. I think Allison has been consistently good. I think De Gea is also another side, Jose Staff for Wolves. But I think if you want to talk about consistency, you know, talk about match saving saves, you want to talk about you know, someone who's fairly irreplaceable, then I think Allison is number one. Uh, I think Allison has helped Liverpool, you know, very much, very, very much in this season. I think the game against uh, Tottenham, where he, you know, where he's been always brilliant, he made a lot of good saves and he just is absolutely amazing and he I think in my opinion is one of the best goalkeepers in the world if not the best goalkeeper in the world and he just I think saves Liverpool so many times when they look like there's going to be a worse game almost but he was he is absolutely amazing and if you look at his clean seats you know he's kept one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven clean seats this season which is good and for what has been a fairly shaky Liverpool defense and for what's been a fairly you know fucking bad Liverpool team at times Alisson has saved our blood and Alisson has kept Liverpool in a bit of form I don't I think it's the city's title now like but I think if Liverpool do win the Champions League or do win the EFL Cup or just do win some sort of trophy this year then Alisson should be getting a lot of the praise in my opinion and the first um the first defender I want to be talking about is Ruben Dietz so three defenders are Ruben Dietz Virgil van Dijk and Reese James uh Hank Ruben Dietz has been absolutely amazing Hank Ruben Dietz has been Man City's best defender I know a lot of people like Joachim Schill which is fine. I'm just more of a Ruben Dietz kind of guy. Um, 
and Sima James, another player when we're talking about Thiago Silva. Uh, Thiago Silva instead of um, Thiago Silva instead of Reese James, but I just think James is a little bit better. If you look at some stats, uh, he had Ruben Diaz has made one thousand five hundred and twenty-two passes total at second in the Premier League, ninety-five percent pass completion second in the Premier League and 20.41 expected goal build up fourth in the Premier League he is absolutely amazing in my opinion and I think for someone who you know is playing in a team that at most times can be fairly shaky in their defence um, I think Ruben Diaz has been absolutely brilliant and is an absolutely brilliant footballer and almost someone that maybe gets a bit of you know he's a, he's a bit underrated um, in my opinion I think he definitely has been absolutely amazing this season and I do believe that if City win the league then he should be number you know he should be one of the top people. Um so we go on to Virgil van Dijk and Virgil van Dijk in the Premier League this season he had two hundred and two one touch passes sword in the Premier League fifty six out of one out of one in his own half that's uh Fourth in the Premier League, 16.95 expected goal build up and 1,228 passes total. Uh, Virgil van Dijk is just absolutely brilliant, isn't he? He's Liverpool's best defender. Um, he is absolutely amazing. And for someone who, you know, came in for such a steep price he's definitely repaid it in the way that he has um, had to repay it to prove how much he's really worth and repay that um, repay that price that Liverpool paid from and he's repaid it tenfold um, you know he's Champions League winner Premier League winner he is absolutely brilliant Rose of Van Dijk and one of the best defenders in the world, if not the best defender in the world. Uh, we're going to Reese James, who has 100% sorts on target conversion rate. He is second in the Premier League, 100% conversion of big chances. Second in the Premier League, one free kick. Uh, fifth, in the, fifth in the Premier League, and five assists. It's a seventh in the Premier League. Reese James, um, kind of like your modern day attacking midfielder, in my opinion. He has been absolutely brilliant for the uh, Chelsea and he is kind of the glue that holds Chelsea together and James <coughs> not being there for the Liverpool game it has obviously hampered obviously hampered Chelsea's defence because he's not only good statistically he's also he's also he's not just good attacking wise he's also good very defensively and he has been absolutely amazing and I feel like Reese James I feel like Liverpool I feel like Chelsea 
a lot of the time that James down. Um, it's not really James's fault, but I feel like a lot of the time that Chelsea team can be ex- really bad def- in defense, and uh, maybe maybe James maybe makes James look bad when he's actually a very good defender. Um, so we go on to the midfield, and we have five midfielders, four midfielders, four midfielders. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Conor Gallagher, Declan Rice, and Phil Foden. So we start with Trent, um, an absolutely brilliant footballer, eight assists, first in the Premier League, 23 accurate key passes, first in the Premier League, 263 passes into the box, first in the Premier League, and two free kicks scored, which is first in the Premier League. He is absolutely amazing. He's the glue that holds the ball together. Um, he, for that, that's came up um, for the academy, and you know he's a real. He's he's really one of the um, senior players now. He has been absolutely brilliant, and you know everybody has those kind of purple patches. Where maybe they'll have a, a bad game or two, and maybe he had that. Um, you know last season at some point, but he's he's got back to his best, and Trent has just been absolutely brilliant. I mean, his goal against West Ham was insane. His um, goal against Villa, I mean, I think it's Newcastle, he just smacked it, his fucking mantle, and he's been absolutely brilliant. Um, and he's proving that all the chances he's given. He absolutely takes them. And talk about taking chances. Oh, second midfielder, Conor Gallagher, who is obviously on loan from Chelsea. He has uh, scored one free kick against 11 in the Premier League. 16 big chances, 5 goals by foot. There's a 19 in the Premier League and 5.15 expected goals. Conor Gallagher has been absolutely immense. And someone who I've had in my fantasy football team for a very long time, even though I forgot to change my fantasy football team this weekend. And I say I have a total of 28 points when six of my players were injured. So that's great. Um, but Conor Gallagher, back to the GOAT, has been absolutely amazing. And it's one of the reasons why Palace aren't lower in the league and why Palace I feel like will always be one of those teams where they invest very well and they invest in a way that stops them from ever really having that fear of going down um the time step you know if Gallagher leaves next year maybe they will if IU leaves if Zaha leaves but I don't think Zaha will leave if he just kind of continually punts people in the face for no reason fucking no bad but um, yeah, Conor Gallagher has been absolutely brilliant. And we'll talk about our last two midfielders here, my friends, Declan Rice, who has, um, Declan Rice, who has been fairly decent for um, West Ham this year. 106, 15 pass interceptions, three assists from outside the box and 46 tackles, one with a six in the Premier League. He has been absolutely brilliant. Rice, rice, baby. He is kind of the glue that holds that West Ham midfield together. He's like, he's brilliant, isn't he? And I hate the guy because, you know, he's Irish, but so he's played for England, so he's a fucking dickhead. But, um, you know, England do have a lot of good, young, t- 
talent and England do have you know all producing players that look like leaders and when you don't want to talk about a leader and someone who can grab a game by the scruff of the neck then you know you have a player like Declan Rice who is kind of like a new Mark Noble but just a modernized frozen maybe and he is just you know looking like someone who um can lead West Ham into a new era of you know European football and it is um pretty crazy because he's been brilliant hasn't he um he has been absolutely amazing, Declan Rice, and I feel like Declan Rice definitely um, should be getting that um, England call up. If he hasn't already, he definitely will be getting an England call up sometime soon. And talking about someone who's begun an England call up, um, I don't think he might have Phil Foden, old ass midfielder. Um, he has. Seven assists and six goals this year. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Foden is some player. Like honestly, Foden is absolutely banging it in for City. I remember, I remember when he destroyed Liverpool last year. That's when he, that's when he kind of really blew onto the scene. And that's when people realised that Foden won't be a you know one a one a one season wonder it'll be a, bit, a little bit better than that like he's been amazing this season and it doesn't look like he's any um any uh signs of slowing down and i think he's just gonna get better and better as he goes on um and i think he's gonna be absolutely amazing uh, for the euros and the world cup the, the world cups to come for um, England and for City if City everyone won Europe and though City always bottle it in Europe if City everyone won it in Europe then you know that's completely fine and I feel like Foden will be you know obviously teams like PSG and Madrid and Borussia will be wanting Foden but I don't think City I think City put a price tag on him as almost impossible to pay um, for, so we're so we have three forwards ladies and gentlemen we have Diogo Jota, Michael Antonio, and Mohamed Salah. So, Topper Salah first. What a phenomenon, eh? Like, honestly, what a player. What a player. The best football player in the world was robbed of the Ballon d'Or. I won't tell you anything else. Let's get on to the stats. He has 49 key passes, he has 15 goals scored, 8 assists, fire open play, and 47 swords on target like what a footballer oh my god the man isn't human you actually you actually would think that he's not human i guess crazy what he does <coughs> like what Mohamed salah has done and what i think he will do in the future is just insane like, like the fact that he scored the goal of the season against Man City. And then he went to and did it again. He was like, hey guys, what's this? Do a flip. And he did it again. And like, 
just absolutely amazing. Mo Salah is um, the best football player in the world and has definitely surpassed Messi and Ronaldo, in my opinion, as top two. Like, Salah is just on a different gravy. And you could, put, you could probably put up that Lewandowski is the best football player in the world. That's just something I'd happily you know, disagree with or disagree with or definitely debate. But um, he's just absolutely amazing, isn't he? Um, and he's definitely ahead, in my opinion, of who the best football player in the world is. Talk about ahead. Somebody uses, somebody loves using their head. Diogo Jota. Diogo Jota. Uh, two goals with his head. Second in the Premier League. I don't know who the is. Uh, 12.06 expected goals. And... Ten goals scored, plus twenty nine big chances created. Like what a player! Liverpool have the two best football players in the world. You have Diogo Jota, you have Smoke, and you just have uh, some absolutely um, brilliant, brilliant stats. Like he is honestly a, a fucking phenomenon. Like Diogo Jota has been worth way more than the 50 million I think we paid for him he's been absolutely amazing um just an absolutely brilliant footballer and I can and you know Salah Mane are all going um to, to Africa Cup of Nations which obviously is a big loss because you know, Salah and Mane are two of the best football players in the world. But then you look at Jota's form, and you look at how easy Jota makes it look to play football and to score goals. And you obviously have worries that maybe they, you know, Salah and Mane can't be replaced because it can't be replaced because they're two of the best football players in the world. But you you eat, you sleep a little bit better knowing that Jota isn't as you know isn't going to that competition, and Liverpool's hopes. They're still fairly decent. I've won in the Champions League, I've won in the League Cup, or an FA Cup. Like, oh, it's good, oh, it's good. And to round up, round out the forwards, as Big Cock himself, Michael Antonio, two ref, 100% pass, passes into the final sword, completion rate, and he's scored a free kick, and he's 200, he's puck up 240 lost balls. Like, My- Michael Antonio has scored eight goals. 19 sorts on target and 8.7 expected goals. What a fucking player. First few months of the season, this man was a freak. And even now, he's still a freak. Um, last time, obviously, fallen off a bit. He's had a few injuries. But, like, this man is a fucking freak. Michael Antonio, honestly, one of the best football players in the Premier League. Striker wise, like, one of the best strikers in the Premier League, I think. Um, there isn't that many better than him. Maybe Jota. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I would rate Antonio higher than Lukaku, higher than Kane. Just absolutely brilliant. And you know, I think that Michael Antonio is finally finding his form and finding that form that will break him into that those kind of debates of best striker in the league. Um, 
and just absolutely brilliant and has been absolutely amazing for West Ham and if West Ham do get the Europa League and they do win the Europa League if West Ham win the Europa League then Michael Antonio has been absolutely integral uh, six subs, Eddie Dennis Emmanuel Dennis who has been banging them in for Watford with a goat uh, Jared Bowen who has been brilliant for West Ham Bernardo Silva who has been brilliant for City and who's a bit of a wanker Jose Sa, who I'm pretty sure about a stat the other day has um, saved the most expected goals in the Premier League this season and Alan Maximan who has been absolutely killing it for a pretty bad Newcastle team so that's my Premier League team of the season so far ladies and gentlemen Alisson, Diaz, Van Dijk, James, Trent, Gallagher, Rice, Foden, Jota, Antonio, Salah I'm Benjamin Craig, this has been the Footy Talks podcast, see you there